Hey everybody, this is Oleg and this is episode number two of Real Estate with Oleg. And on today's episode, we're talking about do I need to sell my home before I buy my next home? And we're talking about some law between tenants and landlords. Um, so let's cover the first topic. Do I need to sell before I buy my next home? Ideally, you would like you would like to sell your home and then buy your home in the same day and move right in from from the house to the house, uh, right? You don't want to sell your home, go rent for a couple months and then find a buy and buy the house, right? Um, this would be I the easier situation in terms of getting financing. Um, sometimes it gets tricky when you are selling and trying to buy because the bank has to protect themselves. They're the one that's giving you a loan for your next purchase. Um, they will have to calculate as if you were to carry two mortgages because if in case something happens with your, with your sale of your house and something happens and you, you know, your transaction falls apart, you'll be able to carry two mortgages for some period of time. So they will always try to calculate and in case you can't, then they won't be able to give you that pre-approval for your next home. Um, but my recommendation to for somebody who's trying to sell a move to the next home would be first put your house on the market, see what kind of activity you get, you're getting and see if it's, if it's likely to sell soon. And in the same time, start looking for the next house. But the first step is put the house on the market, get the house ready, put it on the market, get it going, and see what the activity is. And slowly start looking for a next house. And then once you put the house under contract, let's say you found a buyer who's ready to go, who wants to buy a home, give yourself 60 days, maybe 45 days. Um, if you haven't if you haven't picked the house you want to buy yet, chances are you haven't. Um, and so you give yourself 45 to 60 days and hopefully everything goes smooth and you will transition to your next home. Scenario number two is sometimes people start looking for the home first and then they put their home on the market. The problem in this one is when you look for the house and you found one um, and you write an offer and you say, hey, um, I like a house, um, but this is contingency. I have to sell to get the money and then I'll buy. Usually sellers don't like that contingency. If, if you're going to, to, to purchase a house and you're giving me the contingency that you need the money from a sale of your house and that house is still not on the market, it may be months and months. So it's a risky one. I at least want to see it on the market and preferably on the contract and maybe closing soon, that would be the best. So that's a situation you might be putting yourself in and when um, and when you find that house and the seller says, sorry, no, I mean, you have to put your house on the market and then you start rushing and you're putting a house and under pricing and, and that's just the wrong start. The, the right start is to put a house on the market, slowly market it, slowly selling it and in the same time looking for the next house. So um, let's talk about some tenant and landlord law. For those who follow me on Instagram a couple, I think like a week ago, I posted an article uh, from one of the, the um, websites that 
a lady didn't want to rent her house to a Muslim family and she got fined for $600,000 or something. And um, because she was violating a law, because there is a law, fair housing, that you can't discriminate based on race, um, sex, religion, you know, uh, children. Mm, there is a limit on amount of people that can live in the bedroom. Uh, in a lot of states, it's a little different. In a lot of cities, it's a little different. But uh, there is a limit on that. Mm, some people um, also have a dog that's keeping them emotionally healthy. And they have documents on that from a doctor. You can't discriminate against that. You can't say no dogs. And if the person comes with a document on that dog, you say, I'm sorry, you can't. You have to accept it. Um, so there's a Fair Housing Act and there is a Credit Reporting Act, which means that if you are screening your tenants, if you're a landlord and you're screening a tenant and you're getting their reports, you will see all the credit scores, you'll see all the balances. And if you share that information, it's illegal. You can't share that information. So those are two laws. Basically, you can't discriminate and then you can't share their credit information. Um, regarding security deposit, um, let's say if it's, a, if it's a condo or a house in Chicago, you have to have a separate interest-bearing account where you put uh, security deposit and any interest that accumulates in that account on that amount will have to be distributed to the to the tenant when he moves when he or she moves out um, you have 30 days to issue the security deposit back mm, and with that interest it's not going to be much it's probably going to be a couple cents if it's one year uh, maybe one dollar um, and uh, if it's if it's 20 years there could be some some money in it but it has to be separate interest-bearing account. Um, some privacy laws uh, are written in on a lease that the owner should be giving a tenant 24-hour notice before entering the premises. Some owners like to go there very often, um, which is not um, which is not a, um, a violation, but it sh the, the tenant should be notified unless the tenant is okay with, with the landlord coming in. But that is written in a uh, lease. Make sure you have that seven-page lease, not just one you download from Google uh, with a one-page. If you need any leases, let me know. Uh, there's a standard leases, like seven-page long. It has all the uh, paragraphs that's covering yours and uh, and the other side's, um, you know, um, interest. Mm, the tenant fills out the lease first. Landlord second. Always, because if landlord fills out the lease, gives it to the tenant, tenant takes it home, changes its mind, then landlord looks for another person, signs a lease with them, and then this person signs, the first person signs, and you now you have two leases that are completely signed. So first tenant signs the lease, brings security deposit, brings first month rent, and then the landlords accept it, signs it, exchanges the keys, then you start, then the lease officially started. So that's that's gonna be it for today's episode. Hope you enjoyed it. Um, 
for the next one. Um, I'll come up with a different topic, but uh, maybe I'll have a lender with me for the next one. All right. Thanks so much. Hope you enjoyed it. Goodbye.